Welcome to the Science of Self. I'm Russell, founder of Newton Media Group, and today we're going to help you learn to improve your life from the inside out. Stick around. Today is May 11th, 2023. Here we are, a week past May the 4th, Star Wars Day, and it's National Twilight Zone Day for those of you in my generation. The millennials may not even know what that is, but they probably know it's National Foam Rolling Day. (laughs) And it's finally a day to assess yourself and your relationship with others, as this is World Ego Awareness Day. Our lunch menu is uh, eclectic today. It's eat what you want day, so treat yourself and then follow it up with a hostess cupcake. Peter Hollins has been teaching us how to think like a genius from his book of the same name. And today we consider two very prominent and successful people simply because it's so hard to talk about one without mentioning the other. Let's begin with Nikola Tesla, who many will agree embodies some of the world's fondest ideas of what it means to be an innovator. While many prominent figures from ancient history were certainly polymaths and had a wide range of interests, this could partly be explained by the fact that men of a certain class invariably did enjoy varied classical educations, and that it was not uncommon to expect such a gentleman to dabble in everything from art to politics to medicine. However, true polymathy is less and less common in the modern world as it becomes more complex. Tesla bucks the trend for specialism, though, and was known throughout his life for being interested in many areas, and a prolific and successful inventor with over 300 patents to his name. His most well-known contribution to science is his design of the Alternating Current Electricity System, or AC Electricity for short. Edison, a teacher and rival. If Tesla's accomplishments sound familiar to you, it's probably because they're very similar to those of Thomas Edison, who was granted a whopping 1,093 patents for various inventions, including the phonograph, the alkaline storage battery, the typewriter, the electric pen, and the motion picture camera, and, yes, the light bulb. As productive and industrious as his peer Tesla, he died leaving more than 3,000 notebooks containing his prolific brainstorming over the course of his six decades of work. Edison had no formal education at all, yet possessed one of history's most creative and out-of-the-box thinking styles. Though their approaches did differ, both Tesla and Edison shared a passion for lateral thinking, and both had a dogged determination to keep on pursuing the ideas they were interested in, no matter how many times they failed. Though Edison was certainly the most prolific and productive of the two, and worked hard all his life, arguably, Tesla was the most inventive and novel in thought, challenging conventions in ways that are still noteworthy today. In the late 1880s, two new but different electric power transmission systems were enjoying a moment of fierce competition, and three prominent scientists or manufacturers were engaged in what's now called the War of the Currents. On the one hand was high-voltage alternating current, AC, and on the other was low-voltage direct current, DC. The former was associated with arc lamp street lighting, 
and the latter with newer low-voltage incandescent lighting used indoors. On the side of DC was Edison, and on the side of AC was Tesla and George Westinghouse of General Electric. Edison had designed the world's first light bulb in the late 1870s, dominating the market by around 1882. Enter young Serbian scientist Nikola Tesla, who emigrated to work with Edison on DC generators, but who also wanted to share his new idea for AC current devices. Fast forward to 1888, and Tesla has quit working for Edison and now has a few patents for his AC technology, which Edison claimed had no future. Tesla sold the patents to George Westinghouse, already a competitor of Edison's. Their success was immense. Edison immediately embarked on a campaign to publicly discredit the superior-seeming DC as dangerous. Though these tactics were extreme, murderer William Kemmler was publicly executed using an AC generator heartily endorsed by Edison as deadly. Edison failed to convince the public away from AC technology, and Westinghouse ended up winning the right to supply the electricity to the enormous and much-lauded World's Fair in 1893. The war of the currents had been won, and Tesla, Westinghouse, and the new AC electrical systems were the champions. Tesla's Lesson Pursue Goals Obliquely What shall we make of this admittedly brief history of two powerful men vying for technological supremacy? Clearly, both Tesla and Edison were incredibly intelligent, productive men who left indelible marks on the course of human history. Though Edison lost the current wars, nobody would argue that he hadn't achieved astronomical success in his hundreds of other discoveries, inventions, and novel ideas. In their own ways, both of these men demonstrate that trait so often associated with geniuses, that of being a jack-of-all-trades. In the first chapter, we discussed how having a broad range of interests is essential for a deep, nuanced understanding of the world. We saw how Einstein was struck with the idea of E equals MC square while playing the violin. It's not so much that the violin held some deep secrets about physics that could only be accessed by playing it. Rather, it's the ability to mentally switch from one style of thought to another that seems to make a fertile ground for new, unexpected insights and creative ideas. The very same thing happened to Tesla. He was reportedly out walking with a friend in Budapest in 1881, reciting poetry, when he was suddenly struck by a vision. At once, the young Tesla grabbed a stick and sketched out a crude diagram in the sand, all at once capturing the idea of a motor powered by two rotating magnetic fields arising from an alternating current. Several years later, the vision became a reality. Now, this isn't to say that poetry itself allowed Tesla to access some new understanding within himself. Rather, by using a completely different part of his brain, the recital of poetry seemed to enable Tesla's unconscious mind to relax and foment its own ideas. You've probably experienced this yourself whenever you suddenly have a really bright idea while taking a shower in the morning. Of course, diligent and focused effort are needed to bring visions to life, but sometimes we can invite those novel solutions by having an agility of mind and a willingness to switch modes. Whether we do this by engaging with art, music, poetry, or spending time in nature, 
Bach is reported to have composed many of his greatest works after being inspired by listening to birds is up to us. Changing perspectives this way allows for novel insights and fresh takes on old problems. Creativity stagnates when ideas don't move or when we get trapped in one fixed way of working through a problem. We can take a page out of Tesla's book by making liberal use of daydreaming, imaginative visualization, and simply taking plenty of free-form walks and breaks to let our unconscious mind do its thing. Step out of your comfort zone. When you're stumped on a math problem, give it a rest and spend the evening at a salsa class instead, for example. You may be surprised to find you have fresh eyes when you return to your work. Work hard on a project, but then set it aside for a while and flex another part of your brain. Do a strenuous workout or pick up a paintbrush. Being a jack-of-all-trades means dabbling in many different areas, but for the purposes of this chapter, we can also think of it as being willing to switch things up often, to be creative, and to play fast and loose with the rules. In this sense, thinking like a genius may mean taking creative breaks from thinking altogether. Mental resources can get depleted, and our cognitive abilities can tire with effort just as surely as our muscles do when we exert ourselves physically. When we take strategic breaks and rest, however, we give ourselves the time to not only recuperate our mental faculties, but solidify memories and new concepts in our mind so that we grasp and learn them more thoroughly. Though there's a lot we can learn from Tesla regarding innovative thinking, persistence, and productivity, one less appreciated lesson is that Flashes of insight often take place in those moments between bouts of energetic study, during sleep and dreams, or in those quiet breaks we take to deliberately let go of effort and let our unconscious mind take charge. If we remember to entertain a diverse set of interests, read widely, and have plenty of different hobbies, including non-cerebral ones, we give ourselves more opportunity to access other ways of thinking ways that might hold the secret to our next big insight. Edison's lesson, pursue goals incrementally. What about Edison? If Tesla can teach us the power of switching tasks and taking breaks, what can Edison teach us? You might have wondered if there was a lesson in the fact that Edison, for all his genius, failed to see the value in his young protege's ideas about AC current, and thus, missed his chance to get involved with the next big thing from its inception. Geniuses are still human, and it might be that Edison's ego got in the way of him admitting that there was a better way. Though Edison might have lacked in humility and intellectual honesty in this case, he certainly excelled in other genius traits we've identified, particularly in hard work and diligence over many years. It's true that Edison was an inventor, but it might be more realistic to say that novelty and innovation only played a small part in his work. He didn't invent the light bulb, but rather perfected it, and he did so in a methodical, persistent way, going back to the drawing board again and again until he had fine-tuned the design after many iterations. Edison was also a businessman and was keenly involved in the manufacture and marketing of his inventions, not just their creation and design. While Tesla might have had flashes of insights while walking in the woods reciting poetry, Edison's approach was more slow and steady. 
He invented so many things because each innovation suggested a slightly different one. The phonograph, something to record sound, gave him the idea for a motion picture camera, something to record images, and so on. This slow and plodding progress, made by gradually improving on the previous step, is something that seems trifling day to day, but the successes add up quickly. However, we can imagine that it's also what made it difficult for Edison to make the big conceptual leap from DC to AC, whereas it was more natural for Tesla to do so. Genius can advance and discover by eureka moments and flashes of insight, or it can creep along with gradual manipulations and tweaks on the same project, banking progress as you go. Alex Osborne, a thinker considered the father of brainstorming, was interested in this idea of small, cumulative manipulations of a subject, and described methods that may well have been used by Edison without him knowing it. A popular technique is called scamper, a mnemonic encapsulating the seven different ways we can manipulate and handle data. If we hope to achieve even a fraction of the impressive success Edison found in his lifetime, we might do so by deliberately following the scamper technique. The mnemonic is as follows. S. Substitute. C. Combine. A. Adapt. M. Magnify or modify. P. Put to other use. E. Eliminate. R. Rearrange or reverse. Let's see how we can apply these manipulations to a topic productively, to generate new ideas and solutions, or simply to gradually improve on what already exists. Edison worked primarily with practical inventions and tools, but we can apply the same ways of thinking to more abstract ideas, too. Imagine you're launching a catering business and are just starting out with gathering new customers and refining your recipes. You might look at the menu you've devised for an event and ask, Can you substitute something? Perhaps there's an ingredient that is cheaper, more flavorful, or easier to get a hold of. Can you combine what you have with something else? Maybe you can invest in some beautiful crockery and have an arm of the business that rents it out too, or... Maybe you have a friend who is a master calligrapher, so you can offer handwritten menus as another service. Can you adapt something to your subject? You already have a small garden at the back of your house. Can you plant herbs there instead, so you can save on buying these? Can you magnify anything to good effect? If you have one specialty, maybe you want to focus on that more, such as specializing in unique desserts. Can you modify anything? Maybe you can offer your customers some kind of meal that's hard to find elsewhere, such as catering to special diets. Can you put things to another use? Maybe the web domain you've already bought for another project can be reworked to make a website for your catering business. Can you eliminate something? Maybe you find it challenging and expensive to cater alcohol, so you decide to simply eliminate that from your menus entirely and spare yourself the trouble. Can you rearrange things? Maybe you notice that the online ordering process with clients is getting confusing, so you work on streamlining it, reordering the steps they go through to enlist your services. What happens when you reverse things? You might wonder, after being in the business for a while, if you might make more profit by approaching the industry from an entirely new perspective, i.e., 
becoming a food wholesaler who sells to caterers. Maybe you would enjoy event management more when you can subcontract caterers without having to do the work yourself. This catering example is merely to illustrate that we can always improve on things, even if the improvements seem small in the moment. Edison was famous for taking the art of trial and error to its extreme, and was known to literally try out hundreds of subtly different designs of his various inventions. Rather than generating some brand new idea from scratch, Edison found his way to create new ideas step by step by modifying what already existed. Sometimes you might encounter people like this in your own life. When asked how they landed in their successful fields, they tell you how they actually began on an entirely different path, but by degrees wound up somewhere else entirely through dozens of smaller steps. Contrasting Genius Edison was prolific. Tesla was innovative. Edison displayed amazing work ethic and determination over decades. Tesla had audacity and the drive to pursue something new and different. Both men, however, shared a passion for challenging convention, and they both had a wide and diverse set of interests. Both were non-conventional polymaths, Tesla driven by curiosity, and Edison by the desire to constantly improve. We cannot imagine either of these great thinkers achieving what they did without these genius traits. From Tesla, we can learn to push and promote ourselves, even when we conflict with our superiors. Tesla left his employment under Edison because he wanted to grow. How many of us are content to stay put where we are as long as it's safe and comfortable? Tesla, however, kept going. In his own way, Edison showed the same tendency and, Rather than settle with a good-enough invention that more or less did the trick, he kept on improving it, not content until his inventions dominated the market and were sold everywhere. Though few of us will match the achievements of these two titans of innovation and industry, we can certainly follow their lead in many areas. Even when something is working, can we find a way to make it even better? If we're stuck, can we take a step back and pause for a moment to allow a completely fresh idea to emerge? Do we have a rich variety of interests and skills, and are we constantly drawing on them as a resource? If you allow yourself to be inspired by Edison and Tesla, use the scamper technique often and engage freely in many different interests, including rest, then you'll naturally find yourself a jack-of-all-trades. Whether you favor Edison's approach or Tesla's, the overall lesson is that success belongs to those who are willing to pursue their own path with self-discipline, persistence, and variety. That episode, once again, is from Peter Holland's book, Think Like a Genius, How to Go Outside the Box, Analyze Deeply, creatively solve problems and innovate check it out on audible and amazon music fans may be a little confused today as dolly parton is getting ready to release her first rock album this features collaborations with paul mccartney elton john and maybe to break the generation gap there lizzo and if you haven't had your fill of ai news yet wendy's is going to partner with Google 
to pilot an AI-powered chatbot to run its drive-through services. Couldn't be any worse than what it is now, right? Let's recap the takeaways from today's episode. Edison's genius traits included diverse interests, non-conventional thinking, hard work, and self-discipline. Tesla's traits included curiosity, non-conventional thinking, and intellectual honesty. Edison and Tesla were two inventors engaged in the so-called current wars of the late 1800s. Tesla was an employee of Edison's, but became his rival when he took new ideas to a competitor, George Westinghouse, and found success there. While Edison had dominated the market with his DC-powered systems, eventually the war was won by Tesla and the new AC electricity. Edison was a prolific and productive inventor who also manufactured and marketed his products across the country. His approach was to make gradual improvements to things that already existed, and he eventually amassed over 1,000 patents to his name. Tesla's approach was slightly different, in that he was less prolific but more innovative and able to seize the AC technology wave where Edison couldn't. Tesla was said to have had his greatest insights away from work when he was relaxing or out walking. Both men were enormously successful individuals, and both possessed many genius traits, including determination, self-discipline, and the willingness to pursue their own interest even when it bucked conventions. Both men were also willing to keep pushing and challenging themselves to be better rather than settling for mediocrity. We can cultivate both Edison's and Tesla's approaches into our own lives. Firstly, we can make sure we have a wide range of interests to switch between and take regular breaks to refresh our minds and change our perspectives. Secondly, we can use the scamper technique to manipulate our subject and arrive at new ideas and solutions step by step. Scamper stands for substitute, combine, adapt, magnify or modify, put to other use, eliminate, and rearrange or reverse. Once again, thanks for joining us. Let's take a look at today's birthday list, and we'll be out for today. Rising urban Latino artist Arlene MC, dancer, model, entrepreneur, and reality TV star Black China. A little more than flash in the pan football star Cam Newton, the musician Prince Royce, and Sabrina Carpenter. Today, Nelson Mandela in 1994 served his first day as president of South Africa. And today we hear from him. The greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. <laughs>